Well, welcome back to Two Pastors and a Mic. My name is Corey. And I'm Shannick. And we're glad that you're joining wherever you are. If you haven't already, we say it every week because we mean it. We love the encouragement that your reviews give us. So leave a review, Apple Podcasts. Go in there, leave us some stars, write something jazzy to yeah, just leave a review. Us. And if you've already left a review, why don't you just reach out to one of us individually? Either text us, email us, maybe ask a question. Um, or just give us some, you know, positive affirmation. That would be great. Do too. it or share it with a friend. We are in part four of our have you have permission series, but we also have been doing something called the draft edition for the question of the week. Last I week started this last week. Top N sixty four games. We put a poll online. I think I was the overwhelming winner. Yeah, you were. And I realized my mistake going into it. I just went for the nostalgia of what I liked. Even Without, though I think I did have the overall game. You did have the overall seven. best I did, game. I did pick at number we one. We would agree that. But I just went with more games that I remember and I played. Like, whenever you ask me the question, like, I sat down and just thought of all the games that me and my friends love to play, and that's the list I went with. Like, yeah. Mario Kart, obviously, but I didn't even that didn't even crack my top five because I'm thinking about things I like. So, yeah, Which, you, you destroyed me week one. <laughs> okay, so week two, we are coming up on Halloween. It's just a couple days out. I love October. October is my favorite month. Did you know that? Of the uh, whole year, October is my favorite I month. I think I knew that. You you like the seasons changing. I you love, like the colder weather. Which, love it. Yeah, I don't like it. Sweatpants. Melanie actually told me this past week, like, can we just please move? I'm okay with it now. <laughs> I do not like <laughs> Anyways, cold weather. <laughs> all right. Top five Halloween edition. I get the number the one The greatest pick. things about Halloween. Greatest things about Halloween. You get number one pick. Number one. And I, I have to preface this. I'm going to put them in the same category, but you can tell me if I, that's not allowed. But number one is trick-or-treating or candy. Are they two okay. separate things? No, trick-or-treating, candy, that can kind of go in the same thing. Okay. Yeah, I think we just, when we do a poll, just put trick-or-treating. Done. So candy's off the board then. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, with I get number two and three, right? Yep. I'm going to go um, costume parties. Oh, that was that's a good one. And I'm going to go... Scary movies. Oh, well played. Hmm. Okay. With my second overall pick, I'm going to go, you said costume parties and scary movies. I'm going to go haunted houses. And then I'm going to go pumpkins. Okay. So do you mean just pumpkins in general setting out pumpkins. or do you mean pumpkin carving? Cause that's what I, I was going to pick. I think it's all, I get pumpkins. Okay. So pumpkin, pumpkin like carving. Like pumpkin pies in that category? No. You're just going to rob the whole no. pumpkin category. But, I mean, I robbed candy with <laughs> trick-or-treating, right? So isn't it the same thing? I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> but just, yeah, maybe we should restructure this just for okay, a second. Okay, then I'll, I'll go pumpkin carving. Just because... Pumpkin carving. Yeah, that's still weird because now I can't say the rest of things pumpkin. Now <laughs> you can I'm say confused. pumpkin pie though. Cause that's completely I'm different. I'm not going to do pumpkin pie. You can no. do pumpkin pie if you want. I was just going to say pumpkins I'm... in general, but that's what you said. Okay. So I'm going to say pumpkins in general, and it, it includes pumpkin carving, just like trick or treating. Okay. Uh, man. I'm going to go. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. You already wrapped this up. I'm already <laughs> bummed that, that this is the way this is playing out right I'm now. I'm so excited. You guys should see Shannon's face right I now. I am because I'm I'm really rattled, rattled. But whatever. Uh, let's just go with. Um, I'm gonna go. Hoodie weather. Okay. And let's go. Um, 
it's between. Let's see. I'm not going. You don't want to share it because I, I might. I might rip it. Actually, you can do that. No, I'm, I'm probably. Okay. I know what I'm going with four and five. Yeah, I know, but I'm going to go with. I'm going to maybe steal one of yours actually, and I'm going to go with hot apple cider. Hot apple cider. You Let's know what? I'm going to include. Let's just do apples. Can I'm gonna, say apples like you did pumpkins. <laughs> sure. I'm going to include hot apple cider and donuts with yours because they're a combo. You get another one though. No, that's it. Oh, you did take two. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So then my last two picks. Your last one. No, I've got two picks here. I only have uh trick or treating haunted houses and pumpkin carving. You ready for this? I'm going to go bonfires with number four. And then I could go so many different things here with like a corn maze or like hay rides. I'm going to go with scaring little kids because <laughs> it is my favorite thing about Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that part of trick or treating? I would put that in trick or treating. Okay, then fine. I'll take. Just trick or treat like you scare kids. That's the trick. I would take corn maze then. Corn maze. Okay. What's your last pick? Yeah, I don't know if we did this right because you should have had the 10th pick. No. You should. I went one. You went two, three. I went four, okay, five. Gotcha. You went six, seven. We I'll go, hey, I'll about go hay rides. Hay rides. It's a good pick. Good pick. I do have it down on my list. What was also on your list that you didn't get to say? What's um, your, what the is only it thing called? I didn't put down on here, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say it on the podcast. I'm oh, glad wait, I didn't get to it. <laughs> wait, wait, what? What does that even mean? I Honestly, I'm just going to throw this out there. No, I'm not going to throw it out there. <laughs> you can't do this. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, so one of my favorite things. Whips and chains. Well, I mean, not quite that far, but like it has to do with the costume parties, the trick-or-treating, things oh, like, like that. like the dirty. Like seeing my wife dress up in nice costumes has been Good great for, you. for me. Good for you. I don't have that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> you like how good I put that. Yeah. So part four, you have permission. You have permission to disagree. And again, this comes from 1 Corinthians 6, 12, where everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. 1 Corinthians 10, 23, I have the right to do anything, but not everything is beneficial and not everything is constructive. And again, we get asked these types of questions all the time. I think this is, is one this of Is this okay? Yeah. Is, is this okay to do? I think this is one of those things that obviously people would say, obviously that's okay to do. I don't think we do a great job of doing it overall. I don't think we do a great job of disagreeing well, which is kind of what this podcast is going to address. You know, we're going to give you five ways to have healthy disagreement later on in this episode. So you have permission to disagree. You have permission to disagree. Just kind of give um, some of our thoughts around disagreement, why our society doesn't do a, a great job of disagreeing and how oftentimes we've just loved to argue instead of dialogue, which is one of the biggest issues I see, especially in the American culture, not just even the religious culture, but just, you know, politically, you can go find so many. They're one of my favorite things to to watch is debates, but like scholarly debates, they do a pretty decent job of listening to the other person. And I don't think that we as a society do a great job of it. Yeah, I don't really don't like debates because at the end of the day no one is really changing the other side's perspective right which they we're going to get into they give valid points for why they see things that the way they do and people can align with either side but at the end of the day you're not shifting other people's perspective by you know 
<laughs> by debate. Yeah. But but we do need to learn how to healthy disagree. Yeah, for with sure. People. For sure. But I get it. People love to disagree and tell you why you're wrong without ever really allowing dialogue. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. True dialogue, it requires factual education on the topic, patience to understand perspective, and empathy based on the experience. Yeah. And true dialogue still ends in friendship, even if both parties disagree. And maybe the person who disagrees with us is really just hurt for some or from some past experience. And maybe the person who disagrees with us is much more educated on the topic and has a lot to offer. And so in those moments, we need to be able to sit and listen to their disagreement while at the same time being okay for us to have a stance and us being able to disagree with them. Yeah, for sure. Unity does not mean conformity. And I think we don't, because oftentimes the argument in the church is like, oh, we need to be unified. And that doesn't mean that we can't disagree because again, unity does not mean conformity. Uh, And the difference there is incredibly powerful. Like be unique, get educated without bias, which I would say is extremely hard to do because even though I'm educated on a lot of different topics, I can oftentimes go to the education based on my already bias, you know, and get what I want, the source from who agrees with me. And so that, even though that's a challenge, that's very hard to do. And we must keep listening. Like you said, I really like that you said that because I don't think we do a great job of listening to other people's specifically experiences and understand why they believe the things that they believe. Because at the end of the day, your actions will speak louder than your words, but your words have the power to create. You either create bridges or gaps. And you taught me that real well. You either create or bring help or bring hurt, or you either produce love or hate. And that's yeah. that's oftentimes an either or, not always a both and. Right. And we're having this conversation too, because many of us don't know how to have a disagreement and remain in the friendship or remain in love like we talked about, like mm-hmm. having a disagreement while at the same time loving someone through that disagreement is so tough to do. But at the end of the day, it's what I think we need to do as people who are, um, well, hopefully, you know, you, you do follow Jesus, but at the same time, um, I think if we can get disagreeing down and, and it's done in love, I think that'll really, Uh, just make a difference in our relationships and in our friendships. And so what we want to do with the rest of our time is just go through like how to have healthy disagreement. Yeah. I I know there's been a phrase that's been said on our stage a couple of times. I don't know who said it first, maybe Derek, but he said, we have to get to a place where we can disagree without disassociating and dishonoring each other. And I think that's kind of like the preface of everything that we do. So yeah, five ways to have healthy disagreement. Why don't you do odds? I'll do evens. All right. Got it. So the first thing is just don't be dogmatic. Yeah. Don't have this hard line stance that you cannot move from. Like one, learn to be calm, find common ground before you engage in the disagreement. I know many times when we hear something that is a contradiction to what we have already held as a truth for us, our defenses go up, our like the loudness in our voice goes up. Your blood pressure goes up. Our blood, blood, <laughs> blood, yeah, our blood pressure goes up. Um, <clears throat> but in those moments, we need to learn to just be calm yeah. and begin the conversation. I think, and we, we might do this later, but just asking asking questions. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of our feedback, yeah. on, I think, on every one of these because 
I think you taught me this the best is because we've had disagreements o- over the past, but we probably agree on 90%, and that's just a random number, but that's just yeah. to, to share. And I think that's with everybody. Yeah. I think the people that you might have a disagreement with, if you actually took the time to find common ground and have conversation, what you'll find is you probably agree on a majority yeah. of different topics and different things. Maybe a majority of even the thing that you disagree with within that you might have a lot of common ground. Yeah. They probably agree a lot more than you disagree on stuff. And we tend to find that one subject that we disagree in, and then we disassociate from them or or have an opinion based on that one topic. And I think that's wrong. I know I'm guilty of that though. So that's like a challenge to me. Let me ask you a question. When is the last time that someone has been dogmatic about their beliefs on any given subject and you've changed your mind because of it? Yeah, probably never not ever. And like, if we don't change our opinions when someone's actually, when someone's really dogmatic about a subject, even if they're very well studied, it's a big turnoff for me personally. And because that someone challenged me with that question, it made me really reevaluate how I approach topics because when I get turned off by people who are dogmatic, I don't want to, what, what makes me think other people aren't going to be turned off when I'm dogmatic, you know, number two is this, don't disagree on subjects that you haven't actually studied, been informed on, or experienced personally. And we kind of changed up that definition because you and I, as we were talking about this yesterday, we got into a pretty good disagreement. I'll just about say it. we had a healthy disagreement. We had a healthy disagreement. Our yeah. blood pressure is well here. Well, because peaked. you didn't have experience, you just said don't disagree on subjects you haven't actually studied. Yeah. And then my point is, no, I said don't have opinions. Opinions. You got, you got triggered by the word opinions. Well, no, well opinions, but also I'm I'm still a little triggered by the word studied because yeah. then who is to say how much study is acceptable for you to have an opinion or a disagreement. I would, I would say, and actually thinking about it for a day, I would say any information of study is good enough for me for you to form an opinion, but then at least be open to recognizing that your study might have been wrong informed or biasedly formed, or that there's other study out there that, uh, you know, we always come back to this, the religious topic of eschatology, there are four accepted views and most people only know one. And so it's like, man, you can have a dogmatic opinion or you can, you can have a, an opinion that you believe is true, but don't just dismiss other people. Cause I found myself dismissing other people, even though it's a commonly debated topic. And so yeah. I, I, again, going back to what you said and how to respond to, to, to the first point is it's better to ask questions and to be curious. That's pretty much what Every conversation we've had on this podcast is about challenging you to be more curious. And, you know, is this a hill or is this a topic that you're willing to die on? And if it is, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have hills you want to die on, but if it is a hill that you're going to die on, then you better be educated on the topic. And you better be knowing the pros and cons. You better know the other uh, argument and point of view. Because I, I found personally that many people, even in like the political realm, only are voting one way because of one specific topic and they're not very educated on a plethora of things like in the political world uh, just a couple of years ago my wife teaches used to teach government and she's ukrainian which is ironic she teaches american government and she knows so much about you know foreign affairs and domestic affairs and policies that i know nothing about and so it was very ironic for me to begin to have i guess opinions on topics that I'm not well studied on and, th- and I'm voting, you know, and I think that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really don't have anything else to, to add to it. It's just one of those things like I just keep coming back to 
you know, this idea of like, have less opinions. Yeah. Just have less at the end of the day. But number three is don't make it personal. So use I statements and refuse to label other people based on maybe a belief or something they hold to be true. So I know for you, right. You don't like when people dismiss you. Yeah. We, uh, we've shared before in this podcast, in that counseling session, you were actually in that counseling session. I don't like it when people dismiss me. And so it's been like a, an opinion of mine to not, or just a held belief of mine to not dismiss others, even if I disagree with them, because I, I, yeah, I, I don't like it when people challenge my intelligence, when I'm actually studying on certain topics or just dismiss me outright. And I'm just learning, you know, Hey, I shouldn't do that to other people. Then if I'm going to hold myself and, and be offended by when people dismiss me, then I have to hold myself to that same standard. So yeah, yeah number don't, four. don't make it personal. Uh, number four is don't listen to respond. And you've probably heard this at a young age and maybe you've heard this at an old age and hear this all the time, but don't listen to respond. Listen to learn. Again, empathy goes further than anything, but empathy requires patience. It, it requires you to understand other people's experiences and recognizing that their experiences often shape their beliefs. I mean, if we were born in different countries and in different parts of the world, we'd probably believe differently religiously. And so empathy is acknowledging others. And at the end of the day, you know, going through counseling and being someone who actually counsels people, majority of the time, people just want to be heard. Really. That's what I found to in the counseling world. It's less about my wisdom on the subject and more about me sitting in the well with them and letting them know that their feelings have been heard. And that is just huge. People just want to be heard. Yeah. So how you listen matters. Yeah. Not to respond, but to learn. Yeah. And then number five is just don't put down someone's ideas or beliefs just because they are different from yours. This is, I think, the greatest way that we do show honor to other people. And I'm going to keep going back to it. That's why we keep saying and keep pushing the fact that questions are often better that answers. They it really causes are. you to pursue truth mm-hmm. for you. It causes you to have empathy towards others based on their experience. And yeah, at the end of the day, I think those two things like just tie in with how we honor other people. And this ties back to faith because we've said it a lot on stage. I don't know if we've ever said it on the podcast, but faith is not a one-time experience. We're like, I choose Jesus. That's not faith. Faith is an adventure. I like to use that word. It is a regular journey of ups and downs, your beliefs, your unbeliefs, your doubt. All of that is included in faith, and faith is not a one-time event. It's your life. And so I love that you brought up honor because I think that's a perfect way to close this episode is our culture doesn't do a great job of honoring people, especially people who disagree with us. And honor is not permission to dishonor others who disagree with us. Uh, Honor is not an idea. Honor is a practice. It's given on the basis of who people are. And again, we believe that everyone is made in the image and likeness of God. And so honor is loving those who can do nothing for me. And I think you gave this definition, so I'll let you share that last one uh, about honor. It's been one of my favorite definitions of honor. Yeah, just honor is loving those who can do nothing for me. Yeah, I already said that. The next Honor is the—I know I was getting—I was just reiterating that. Honor is when I treat you the way that I would treat Jesus. And that's not mine. I said that because I got that from— actually Bill Johnson. Interesting. It's a great definition. I mean, if I viewed every single human being in the image and likeness of God, then even if I disagreed on something that they were saying, 
I can still honor them because again, honor speaks more about you than it does about them. And so how can you be honor, honoring people in the midst of your disagreement? Because yes, you should disagree. I don't believe in conformity, but I do believe in unity and unity requires empathy. Unity requires honor and unity requires rela- relationship even when you guys are disagreeing. Yep, absolutely. So you do have permission to uh, disagree, but always show honor in that disagreement. Yeah. And if I this episode that. was good, if you thought of somebody while we were talking about this, share it to them, share it with them, discuss it. Let us know if you disagreed with anything. <laughs> Let us know what you would add to it. Email us, Corey at hillcity.tv. We'd love to hear back. Shanik at hillcity.tv. You can find us on hillcity.tv. Yep. And with that, just know you're loved and there's nothing you can do about it.